0: Hello and thank you for tuning in to The Gathering Church, a place of grace where people far from God experience life in Christ. Sit back and relax and listen to today's message and be blessed. There's some things in our lives that we've gone through and it seemed like nothing was able but God, but God, in the moment when we needed Him the most, He was able. And he not only was able, but He did it. Can I get an amen? If you agree with me, amen. Thank you, Lord. I am, I am just honored and um, just glad to be here today, and um, just to just to be even just to share some thoughts. I think God throughout this day has just been confirming what I just wanted to share. Today, so um, I'm just gonna get right into it because time has been far forespent. Um, Jonathan, at the end, can you get our God for me? Our God is great. At the end, but um, I just want—I just wanted to just share a few moments today and think. I told Pastor Alverna before she went upstairs, you already started my sermon. Thank you very much. <laughs> so she left a whole lot, left me less work to do, right? But I just really want to just talk to you today, if, if I had a title for it today, I just simply want to call it Believe It or Not, Believe It or Not. And today I want to really just want to talk about trust and trust. And this is something that God has been um placing in my heart because um, for the past c- c- um, few weeks ago I had started to read about David and I just started reading about the life of David and, and just reading his life and so on and and the real big thing that came out to me was trust and um you know that just began to stood out and then i just began praying about well you know it's that trust is something that we just kind of hear and just kind of know but what but you know i just felt like there was just a deeper understanding especially just for me what it really meant to really trust and um i tell you the anniversary that we had last week was amazing can i get an amen on that one I was great. I thank God for what He did for just speaking and just showing up. And, and I mean, He spoke to the church um, as a whole, and then he, you know, to individuals specifically. He just began to speak and and just feeling His presence and just all that was said and done was just awesome and great, you know. And I I, I thank God. Um, I mean, as Pastor Warner was saying, just seeing the blessings come forth. Um, my testimony today is I'll share it out now if you haven't heard already. Um, me and my wife are officially driving now. As of Saturday, we have our first car. It's right out there in the park. Y'all yeah, can see it later. But, <laughs> <so> <laughs> but we are official dr- drivers. And that's, that in and of itself is just amazing because we just kind of looked at our finances and I said, I don't know how we're going to do it. I'm just trying to make numbers come together. You know how you just try to just put the numbers together, try to budget and I'm and I'm I'm the my wife will let you know. I'm the cheap one in the family. <laughs> so I'm the one who just who just no, I don't want to spend this. I don't want to spend that. I don't I'm trying to get out of debt. That's my that's my life goal. I am to be debt-free, totally free. It's like I am f- refusing to get into a debt. But I said, "Okay, so we're going to have to figure out how to work out these numbers, how to make it happened that we don't kill ourselves and I said, okay, so we have this much that we're going to do, we're going to go, and we just, we've been through a whole process of just trying to figure out cars and go shopping. I, uh, if you don't know anything about me, know that I am a guy. I am really a guy. And I, I found out when I got married, I am really a man. And why I say that is because most men do not like to shop. And even with this car, after a while, I was getting sick of it. <laughs> just going here, going there, looking at this, looking at that, trying to come to agreement with which car. She wanted this type of car. I wanted that type of car. And it was just like, ugh. <laughs> we finally, so we, so we just said, you know what? My wife just started declaring. She said, you know, by the end of this month, we are getting a car. Yeah. That was her words. I said, by the end of this month, we are getting a car. I said, okay. At the end of this month, okay, that's what you say. I don't know what's going to happen, but <laughs> I don't see how it's going to come together. But that's what you say. So, And so finally this week, th- finally on Friday, I said, I just, we just had a long conversation. I said, wait, wait, baby, we're just going to go. I just go. Uh, I, I said, I, I'm, I'm maxed out. If we have to go to three places, three is the most. I said, whatever we find or don't find, if we don't find, I don't know what to do. I don't want to go back again. This has to be it. <laughs> So we finally just went to our first place, and, and we, I, mean just, um, I mean, just the process of going through, I don't know if we, those of you who remember just going through the dealership, I thought we were going to be there for an hour. We were there for like four or five. And just work. <laughs> and just working. I mean, th- these guys were trying to work the deals and come back and try this and come back and, and after a while, I said, can you just leave us alone so we can talk? And two or three times, we had to, can you leave us alone so we can talk? And I mean, it's just back and forth. And I said, okay. And it was just like, okay, no, we can't do this. No, we can't do this. No, we want to do this. Tryna-. And I said, no, this is what it is. It's either, either take it or leave it. And finally got to a point where it was the right amount where we could say, take it. <laughs> and we took it. And God worked it out. And I said, thank you, Jesus he provide i said thank you lord he provide but then you know my and my wife wife you can look at her now she's glowing ain't she lovely looking beautiful and good and lovely she's just glowing i said she's my beloved <laughs> glowing so she's all happy and giddy and i was i just started to get nervous i was actually nervous i was like, oh god we have a car payment <laughs> oh god we got to pay for insurance you know <laughs> And I got a good deal on the assurance. I thank God for that. But still, I was like, we got to pay for insurance. And then I'm like, Lord. And so I'm sitting there. Like, you know, she's happy. And I'm like, okay, so if we do this, then we can do this. And maybe if we cut this. And I'm still in this, in this mode of, Lord, is this going to help? And I'm in the car, and I'm like, okay. Do I know how to drive? Do I really know how to drive? Am I going to get into an accident? Oh, God, we got to go on the highway? Uh, I mean, it hasn't been that long since I've driven, but for some reason, it's like I totally forgot again. And so I'm like, oh, God, we're in the highway again. she's like, you you know, after a while, my wife was like, you happy, right? You happy? I was like, no, I'm happy. I'm happy. (laughs) Really, I am. (laughs) You know, and I started getting, and after a while, I said, Lord, what's going on? I am nervous about that. I'm nervous. I'm fearful. And I guess, you know, maybe that's just part of the process. But, you know, I said, Lord, what's going on? And and Lord brought it back to me. This is about trust. It is all about trust. I said, Do you trust me? No. Yeah, I said, Lord. You know, and I'm sounding like Peter when, when, he, when Jesus asked him, Do you love me? I was like, Yeah, I trust you. I was like, No. Do you really trust me? It's like, You know, I, I said, No, do you really trust me? trust me. And I have to stop and say, well, maybe, maybe I really don't. Maybe in some ways I do, but in some ways I'm not trusting him. So I need to look and see what does it mean to trust him. And so I'm just going to bring two things before you that, that I really, really um, that helps us, to un- helps us to really live out a life that is of trust. And so I want to start off by just going to 2 Samuel chapter 22. Um, and we're actually going to read verses 1 to 32, but I'm going to start off with just reading verses 1 through 20 first. So 2 Samuel 22, verses 1 to 20. And again, this is David, and, and just to give you some background, this is D- David, and at, the, at this point in time, David had, um, um, there was a plague in the land that had lasted for three years, and God, David had sought God to find out what it was, and then he realized that part of the issue that was going on, that there was a plague in labs because of things that soul had did, but it was. And he realized that part of the issue that was going on, that there was a plague in labs because of things that soul had did, because he was angry. Smoke rose from his nostrils. Consuming fire came from his mouth. Burning coals blazed out of it. He parted the heavens and came down. Dark clouds were under his feet. He mounted the cherubim and flew. He soared on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his canopy around him. The dark rain clouds of the sky. Out of the brightness of his presence, bolts of lightning blazed forth. The Lord thundered from heavens. The voice of the Most High resounded. He shot his arrows and scattered the enemy. With great bolts of lightning he routed them. The valleys of the sea were exposed and the foundations of the earth laid At the rebuke of the Lord, at the blast of his breath of his nostrils, he reached down from on high and took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes who were too strong with me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. So here it is, David, he's going through so much, but he recognizes some things. First of all, he said that God is his rock, so God is his sustainer, and God is his protector. God is his refuge and fortress, and he reminded himself that this is who God is. This is who God is, and then he says, so because this is who God is, I'm going to call upon the name of the Lord. I'm going to call upon the of the Lord in the time of trouble, because how many know that in reality trouble comes? Trouble comes, and and, and and let me tell you something. And, and this is something I, 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 me and Pastor have talked about back and forth. You know, I I, I have problems with the prosperity gospel. I, I, that's just me. I really do because I think sometimes I've seen people take it too far to the to the to the left and say, you know, you know, if you are because the, some of the things they'll sometimes say is if you're, if you're going through poverty or if you're going through distress and this trouble, it's because it must be because you're just doing something wrong. and You're not in God's will and and this is not the case for David himself. David was in distress. David talked about hey, there's death all around me. I feel like I'm getting choked up with all that's going on around me. And he's still serving God, but he's going through a place of distress and trouble. So, so you know, that's part of the issue. So, we're going to go through times where there's trouble. We're going to go through times where there's stress. We're going to go through times where there's problems. And, and we could be doing right and living right and so on, but that that doesn't, that doesn't negate the fact that trouble happens. In this, Jesus said to himself, in this world, you will have trouble. But then he goes on to say, but be of good cheer, for I have already overcome the world. Yeah. So what this means for us, if we are, the first thing we need to learn is we are going to trust God. We got to trust God because of who he is and what he said he would do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who he is. He, that's why he said, that's what David had to be on. So he said, he is my rock. He is my fortress. He is my strong, stronghold. He is my refuge. That means he's the one who keeps me safe. He's the one who keeps me together. He's the one who holds me. He's the one who's going to protect me. There's enemies. Literally, there's people really getting ready to kill him. I don't know. We can. I don't know. Maybe some of you can relate to that. But I, don't, I, never, I can't imagine what it's like to have someone really, really wanting to come and to really kill you might have some fights. I had some fights every now and then. I grew up in the city. So, you know, we got Bronx. It's going to happen. You know? (laughs) But to have a place where someone's going to really kill you and really after your life, tomorrow might be the day that you're going down. Tomorrow might be the day that it's going to end to be in that place, but he said, no, he is my rock, he is my fortress, and then he goes on and says, in my distress, I called out to him, and then he heard my voice, and then he talks about how God responds, but you know what's interesting, interesting, when you read the story, in the the chapter before, you don't hear about how God actually responded, and the way he describes God, is like, you sit there and say, well, did he really come in a dark cloud, did he really... And it's probably most likely that he did it. He's speaking metaphorically that he about coming down in the cloud or, or, or coming down in fury and and doing all these different things and pulling out. He wasn't literally in deep waters. That wasn't the situation. He wasn't literally drowning. He was talking talk about the way that he felt, and the way and the things that were going through. But to but what he what he was basically saying was God responded, and God didn't really just respond a little. bit. He responded with all of who He was. That's that's why he talked about his anger. It was in his might and in his power he responded because these enemies were coming at him. They weren't just coming. When he came at David, they weren't just coming at David. They were coming at God because that was his child, and those were his people. So he was responding by saying, oh, no, you're not going to mess with me because if you mess with him, you mess with me, and this this is what David saw. This is what David understood even as he was going through. God, I am his. I am his and what because I am his and because he is strong and because he is mighty, because he is the creator of the universe, because there really is no other God like him. As a matter of fact, there really is no other God, period. He is it. So if I rely on him, I'm relying on everything because he created everything. He holds everything together. So you know what? You're, you can come in with your armies. You can come with your trouble. You can come and say whatever you want to say. But my God is fighting for me. And he's going to come back. And that's what God did. God allowed him to deliver not once, not twice, not three, but four times. deliver him from the hands of the enemy. So when we trust God, we trust God for who he is. And the question is, who is he to you? So that's why, I said, that's why I thank God we sang when I think about the Lord, how he saved me, how he raised me. Sometimes we really do need to think. Stop and think. I had to stop and and it was funny. It was that I think it was that morning or, or that day before. I wasn't sure. My wife just came and told me, baby, you know, God has provided for us since we've been here. Yeah, and, and part of my story is, is that when I came, as soon as we got married, like I said, my marriage, the first year was the best of times and the worst of times. I was having a great time with my wife, but we went through a lot of things. So one of the things I went through was I went through a pay cut of literally 50% pay cut in my salary. More than 50. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and, I was, and we were living in Harlem at the time. And then we just had to learn to go to New Jersey, and pay three times the rent <laughs> on top of that. And I and, and you know, but God, here we are, two years, and we never and we never never missed a bill. Well, I, 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 let me tell you, my, I, you, I could tell I could give you my landlord, I could give you my landlord's number. He'll tell you straight up, I love you, <laughs> I love you. you I, I just, you just because we just pay on time, we just pay on time, and he had no problem, so he's happy. So landlords, and we're and, and it's all really because of the Lord. It really is. We're here, and, that, and, that's, and, you know, and he's always provided. There was a time when we had a $400 bill. Our first electric bill d- for the winter was $400. It was almost $400. And I sat there and I said, how in the world did you jump from from like 70 to 400 in uh, one month. I don't know how that happened. I said, oh, my God. Turn off the heat. What am I doing? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like, oh, gosh, what is going on? I said, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? But don't you know, God is so good. My boss needed someone to do some extra work. And so she said she, she would, she would um, so she asked me to, Start doing some extra work, and they had pay, not paid me for a while for the work, and I didn't understand why. And it was, and it was just because the accountant didn't. She didn't tell the accountant, um, you need to pay him. So she, so she didn't do finish doing the whole the per all the paperwork. So I had to come back to her and say, um, you know, I've been doing this for a while, and I just haven't gotten anything. Is everything okay? And she's like, Oh no, I'm sorry, I just forgot. So let me just. So she said, Well, she just did some calculations in her head, and she said, Wait a minute. Well, I can't. Well, I'll give you this much, and this will cover you to, and then in the next paycheck, what I was missing, the, the, um, the, the account and we'll cover. And what she gave me was exactly what we needed to pay that bill. And, and, and then on top of that, the month afterwards, they gave us a credit because they realized it was false. <laughs> and I said, "God, and we were go out, and we were trying to go away for our honeymoon, and there it was. We got the money we needed to go away <laughs> to for a weekend. Right there, I said, "Thank you, Jesus. God provides." So I had to be—I had to. So in this case, I had to be myself, "Wait a minute. If you provided back then, and for when for when I want when I, when I, I got here, you've been providing every time since I got here. We have yet to starve. We have, we have yet to lose our electricity bill. Well, blackout, who knows. but you know, <laughs> but but in terms of the bill, that has been paid. Every bill has." been paid for my credit is good now y'all i said i was i looked at my credit i was like oh my god i have good credit because every bill since i've been married and even right before i got my has been paid for and i said hey god you have provided this god you set this up I I got nothing to do. I gotta remind myself of what you've done. But I gotta remind myself of who he is. He is a provider, he is a deliverer, he is a fortress, he is a he is a savior. They that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's not just for salvation's sake and includes that, but for whenever we need to be saved from trouble, whenever we need to be saved from distress, whenever we need to be saved from worry and doubt and fear and heart they can pray. God, I call upon the name of the Lord and I will be saved. The name of the Lord is the strong tower. The righteous can run into it and the righteous can be, I can be saved when I call upon the name of the Lord. It is who he is. That's his name. In scripture, whenever you talk about a name, you're not just talking about a name as in Yolanda, as in as as in David, as as in Namdi. We're talking about who they are. These names represent who they are. So when we call upon the name of the Lord, you're calling upon who he is. He is holy. He is mighty. He is great. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. He is the great I am. Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi. my provider, my healer, my deliverer, my fortress, the Lord of hosts, the one who fights. When you call upon the name of the Lord, when you call upon Jesus, my savior, my deliverer, my comforter, my peace, Emmanuel, God with us. When you call upon the name, this is who you are calling upon. So we call upon the name of the Lord. So I encourage you, call upon the name of the Lord. Remember his name. Remember who he is in your situation. Remember who he is in your problem. Remember who he is. And if you don't, then find out. Find out who he is. If you don't know, find out. He's there. It's in his word. It's his testimony. Come talk to some people. Get some people right here who can tell you this is who God is. Can I get an amen on that one? Oh, yes. I know I'm not the only one. God can. God does. He's still in the business of doing it. And he still will do. So even in this church, because I think about this church, I say, man, we got some hurdles to face. We want to be a ch- church, but we're trying to find a building, and we can't find a building because of the codes and because of these issues. Nobody wants to rent to a church, and, and so and then we, we tried, and we failed, and, and it, so it's like, oh, you know, we can't, we can't move on, and we can't do this, and then we're in this place. We think, oh, it's, it's only a certain amount of space, so we can't only do but so much, and, and so it looks like, well, we're always going to be this way. It's always going to be this way. This is call upon The name of the Lord. Even in this place. uh, And what you believe God to do here. Call upon the name of the Lord. And we, the gathering church, shall be saved. The gathering church shall be renewed. The gathering church shall break forth. But we got to call upon the name of the Lord. We got to remember who he is. What he has done. And what he can do. If he said he would do it, then he will do it. We can call Upon the name of the Lord. So that's the first part, <laughs> and the second thing when we talk about trusting God is simply this: when we trust God, we're not only trusting in who He is and what He says He can do, but we're also trusting in His way, and His word, and in His precepts, precepts that what what. What he wants to do is right. And what he wants to do is the way to God. So in 2 Samuel, starting in verse 21 to 32, says this. The Lord has dealt with me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands, he has rewarded me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord. I am not guilty of turning from my God. All his laws are before me. I have not turned away from his decrees. I have been blameless before him. I have kept myself from sin. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to my cleanness in his sight. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To the blameless, to the blameless you show yourself blameless. To the pure, you show yourself pure. But to the devious, you show yourself shrewd. You save the humble, but your eyes are on the hardy to bring them low. You, Lord, are my lamp. The Lord turns my darkness into light. With your help, I can advance against a troop. With my God, I can scale a war. As for God, his way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. For who is God besides the Lord? And who is the rock except our God? Trusting in the Lord does not only just mean, Lord, I believe you, that you're going to provide this. And I believe you that you're going to be able to do this. And that's part of trusting in the Lord. But the other part of trusting in the Lord is truly just following him. Following his word. Following his way. David had a, was able to stand before God. But the only reason David was able to stand was before God. Because he said this. He said, because I am righteous according to your word. I have followed your laws. I have kept your, your decrees david says i have hidden the, that word in my, in my heart that I might not sin against you he's he was following his word he was following his way now he was he perfect no but but he was determined to follow after god and he followed after god and he, he sought after him and he did things his way whenever he went to war he before he went to war he would go to the what was called the thumren Thur- Thur- and, and, and which was was a diamond that they would use to, be, to, be, able to t- be able to tell what God was saying, he would go to God and say, Lord, are you going to do, do you want me to go to this battle? And he would say yes or no. So if it said yes, he would go. If it said no, he didn't go. So whenever he was in war, he would go. Whenever he, whenever he wanted to, whenever he, he, he needed God, he would go to worship the Lord. He said, I have to go before I'm going to this war. I got to go and worship. And then he would go into worship and worship. And this is what it was about. It was always about following the Lord, following his way. You know, as I was sitting here and I was in worship, and we talked and we began to sing, here I am to worship, and here I am to bow down and to say, You're my God. And I and I and you know, I just sat there and I was just meditating on the Lord. And I, 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 I felt the Lord just, just tell me, you know, to, to trust that I, for me, and I think f- for us, we need to trust the Lord means you need to cast down your eyes. We need to cast down and out. And I I can see just even in the altar just different like junk and idols just cast out. If we're going to trust the Lord, the idols have to go. Whatever you're trusting in has to go. Whatever you're focused on that is not of God has to go. Whatever those things are that God has been telling you, you need to let go. Put them down there. Just put them down. They're not helping you. They're, not, they, they're a fool. Like I said, one of my testimonies is I, I dealt with pornography for so many years. And let me tell you, that that thing is beyond just being a, an addiction and beyond just can mess you up, and mess up your mind, and mess it radish, it is an idol. It is simply put an idol. It is God. It is saying, as a secret man, you're saying, God, what you have for me in the future is not enough. and What you have for me right now is not enough. I need to go to something or someone else. Other than you. And even when you're married, what God, what you gave me is not enough. God, what you have for me is not enough. God, I need to go to something else other than you. When we sin, unfortunately, what we really do is we say, you're not enough. You're not enough. I need to go to someone else. So if we're going to say that we trust God, then we have to follow him. God has given this church direct commands. God has given each and every one of us direct direction. And as, Past, as Pastor Alvarez said, we need to, if we need to wrestle with it, let's wrestle with that word. Let's, let's confirm that word. Let's pray about it. Let's seek God about it. Let's make sure it's the Lord. But as soon as we know it's the Lord, it's time to go. It's time to do. It's time to step forth. Because if we're not, that means we're relying. I guarantee you, you're relying on something else other than God. I guarantee you. He said if Jesus said this, if you love me, do my commandments. John said it this way. They that love the Lord, do his commandments. It's, you can't get away from it. If you're gonna say you trust God, if you're gonna say you believe him, then you have to follow him. You have to follow his way. You have to follow his word. You have to love. You have to, you you have to you have to pray. You have to love God. You have to love his people. You have to. Speak when he says speak. You have to sit when he says sit. You have to do what he says do, and stop where he says stop. It is that simple. I know that's not exciting as the first time, but it's just. <laughs> but it's the it, but it's the reality. It's the reality. It's the reality. When I say I love my wife, I can tell my life I, my wife I love her twenty million times, but if I'm always yelling at her and calling her stupid. First of all, my wife ain't going to take it. She'll, she'll <laughs> 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 just let me let y'all know that ain't, hap- that ain't never going to happen. <laughs> but, but even if that was happening, let me tell you, I could sit there and tell her I love you all I want. She's going to be looking at me like, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Because, that, because the reality of the matter is I'm not showing her I love her. I could say I love her. And we sing a lot, we say a lot on Sunday mornings. But Monday through Saturday, we do something different, unfortunately, at times. So, Lord, we need to cast down our idols. We need to cast out those. If we want to trust God, if we want God to take this church and to take our lives into what he has purpose for us, if you want to say you really trust God, the idols have got to go. The idols have got to go. Hebrews 11.6 says this, and it's talking about faith, which you can basically say is trust. It says without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. And you can put it in other words. Those of you who trust God must trust that he is who he says he is. That he is and he is who he says he is. And that if you seek him, if you follow him, if you do what he says, then he will reward you. So as we were getting ready for this new year to come, my challenge before you, are you going to trust him? Really trust him. Matter of fact, let's take a moment. Let's search our hearts. If there's any, and maybe, let's look at those two things. Maybe... We have maybe you have an issue with trusting God in terms of who he is. Maybe sometimes you just, maybe you're at a place right now where you've forgotten who he is. And what he's done, you're just worried and anxious and concerned about your situations and your problems. Or maybe you just really don't know who he is. You haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You know, whatever it is, I challenge you, stand. And if, you, if, if, if maybe you've uh, I know who he is, but try to follow his his way I'm not there's some things that God's been saying to you and you just haven't taken the step maybe there's some things that you're into that you know you shouldn't be into God knows or maybe you know th- there's just some things that God's been dealing with your heart, but you've just been like Jacob wrestling just uh, the, you know come on fight then I encourage you stand with me, because I'm still learning. I'm I'm gonna act, I'm not gonna act like I've I got the trust down packed because I don't. <laughs> Thank you for that one. None of us do. <laughs> mm. Without faith, and that's just, without faith, it's impossible to please Him. You You we want to. If you want, if you really want God you have to trust him you have to trust him there's no ifs, ands, or buts but if you trust him like David you're going to sing a new song you're going to have a new song to sing you're going to have a testimony like never before you're, you're going to see God do a, as, as he said in Ephesians above and beyond what we could even ask, think, imagine according to the power that is at work within us He's able. So let's pray. Father God, we just thank you. Thank you for your love and thank you for your faithfulness and thank you for your mercies. And Father, we thank you for who you are even now. That you are our rock. You are our fortress. You are our savior. You are the God in whom we can trust. You are a wonderful God. And thank you for your mercies that are just new every morning, Lord God. And thank you, Lord God, Jesus, that you even call us deeper into you, Lord God. So, Lord, we just pray that you will help us even now, Lord God. We call upon the name of the Lord even now. We call upon who you are even now. Say, save us. Save us. We remember even now who you are. Help us to relearn who you are, Lord God. Help us to remember who you are, Lord God, Jesus. And to be able to stand and rely on who you are in our lives and in our situations and our troubles and our circumstances In our heart of God. Help us to remember who you are. That you are more than able. And Father, God, help us to trust you with our lives, Lord God, to follow you, Lord God, in what you have called us to do and the way that you have called us to walk in, Lord God, in your word and in your precepts, Lord God, that we will follow you every step of the way, God, and in our daily lives, can we just trust you. God, help us to trust you, Lord God, to cast down the idols even now, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. God, to blow those things down of our lives, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, and say, Holy Spirit, burn, Lord God, burn, let the fire, of God, burn every idol even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, purge and cleanse, Lord God, oh God, the word says you purge us so that we can even be more fruitful, can purge us, God, Lord God, so that we would rely only on you, Lord God, only on you, Lord God, you are our Lord, you are our God, you are great, Lord God, help us to live in such a way that you, we would show that we would trust you, because our faith, it is impossible to please you, and we want to please you, Lord, above all else, Lord God. Above all what we do, Lord God, we want to please you, Lord God. Show it, no, it's about pleasing you, Lord God. Help us to please you today. Because in the end, that's all that matters. That you say, Well done. That you are pleased. Lord. We thank you, Lord God, and trust you that you are going to do it. In this church, Lord God, we believe you are going to do it, Lord God you are going to do what you said you would do. And as we follow you, you are going to do it, Lord God, Jesus. So as we take our place, you are going to do it, Lord God. As we take our stand, you are going to open the doors. As we God, spread out and we seek, Lord God, those who are lost, you are going to bring them in, Lord God, Jesus. As we share the word, Lord God, as we pray, Lord God, as we seek your face, as we turn, Lord God, you will heal. You will revive. You we trust we trust in you today in Jesus name